Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Good afternoon and welcome everyone to day two of the Schools of Excellence workshop of the Build to Last workshop. So happy to see you all here. Thanks so much for joining me. Give me a quick hello in the comments if you joined us yesterday and if you're back here again with us today. So happy to see so many familiar faces. Hello everyone. You don't hear any sound. Well, hopefully now you hear the sound. I see lots of hellos, so I'm guessing everybody hears me. Um, hi, everyone. Good morning for some people. Good afternoon for some people. Good evening for some people. Um, we are here from all over the world. We have people registered from as far as India and Pakistan and Vietnam and Australia and France and Italy. We have people here from England, from the Congo, from South Africa, all over Canada, all over the U.S., South America. Hello, world. So happy to be here with all of you today. So if you joined us yesterday, please give me in the comments your biggest takeaways. Did you do the challenge yesterday? Did you do your stress-releasing activity or inviting calm? If you didn't get a chance to watch yesterday's training, that's okay. Stay with us here today. After today, um, after today's training, please go back and re-watch yesterday's training. The replays are available both in the Facebook group and on our replay page. So if you don't have Facebook, that's okay. As long as you're registered, yesterday you should have received an email with the link to yesterday's recording. Make sure you watch the training because each day really builds on the next. So yesterday, I invited you all to the Build to Last workshop. We spoke about leadership drills. We spoke about what it means to have the mindset of a leader who is constantly running drills and the practices of what it takes to sustain excellence. We spoke about boundaries. We spoke about mindset. We spoke about inviting calm and releasing stress. We spoke about it does not get easier. You get wiser, better, and stronger. And so today we're here to build upon that. Yesterday, we also heard from an amazing owner, Sharon Hobson, who's in our CEO legacy group, who spoke a lot about her journey of elevating her mindset and disrupting her thinking over the last three and a half years that she's been part of Schools of Excellence. Today, I'll be joined by another amazing person. Her name is Joe David, and she's going to do a walkthrough with you guys of her calendar, because today is all about theme days, time blocking, and calendar creation. So once again, again, let me know. Whoops. Doubling my voice over here. Um, so again, welcome everyone. Today is all about calendar creation, theme days, time blocking, and all the good things, um, which is what we want to talk about, right? We want to make sure that we can build a calendar that serves us and that takes us, um, really helps us design the priorities that we're looking for. So yesterday, I told you just a little bit about myself. Today, I want to go in a little bit deeper. But before we do, I want to make sure that you have your workbook. Yesterday, I know we had some workbook trouble. Um, our team worked heavily on making sure that we can help you out with all of that. So let me know in the comments if you have your workbook. And if you've connected with your advisor, 
If you've connected with your advisor, I know yesterday we had a lot of people mention that they weren't able to connect with their advisor. Our team of advisors worked a lot yesterday through the evening, um, making sure to connect with all of you guys. So please, uh, if you still have that connected, let us know in the comments. Again, only let us know in the comments if you're on Facebook, because we can only connect you with your advisor if you have a Facebook profile. So if you're still having trouble connecting, make sure you jump into our Facebook group um, to let us know. Um, again, if you're on Zoom, I see some people already they haven't connected with their advisor yet. Um, if you're on Zoom, we cannot connect with you. You need to make sure that you're on Facebook um, and that you have that uh, messenger with your name so that your advisor can connect with you. Okay. So um, I see so many people here are live with us. We have over 200 people here live already between um, Zoom and Facebook and all of our streaming, which is fantastic. So welcome, welcome. Yesterday I told you a little bit about my personal life. I'm a mom, I have four little kids, I run a four ring circus here. Um, we moved from New York City um, almost a year ago um, and August will be a full year. And what I wanna share with you a little bit more today before we dig into calendars and theme days, is I want to share with you why I really started this company and where the origin of Schools of Excellence came from. When I was a director, when I really started my journey as a teacher, teaching toddlers for eight years, I taught toddlers, and then I moved my way up from being a teacher to being an assistant director, to being a director, to being an executive manager, and eventually running and operating a center. And so what I share with you throughout these days that we're gonna be together here in our Build to Last workshop are strategies and mindsets from the field of play. I know many times we draw we draw inspiration from inspirational leaders, from people who know a lot about leadership and mindset and time and all of these things. And it's so important to get inspiration from so many different people. And it's also critical to remember that you're taking information from practitioners, from people that have actually done the work and are continuing to do the work every single day. All of my mentors and coaches in all the areas of my life, whether it's business, finance, health, marriage, relationships, every single area that I have advisories, all of those people have to be practitioners. They need to be people that are actually getting their hands dirty and doing the work, right? So everyone has a different mindset on this, and I'm going to share with you mine because it's important to know who you're getting your information from, right? I don't get information about parenting from people who don't have children. I don't get information about marriage from people who aren't married. Um, I want to get information from people that are practitioners that are actually doing the work that has built and done this and failed a thousand times and are still doing it and are resilient and are getting back up again. So when I share with you these strategies, I'm sharing you stuff that works. It works. A lot of what I'm going to share to you today is counterintuitive. You're going to look at it and be like, no, that's never going to work. I'm telling you it does. It does because it's been proven again and again, just like you heard right before you joined here from Nikki and Kendall. They've been in our membership for only 60 days and they've already seen massive results. So make sure that when you're looking at it from that perspective, you're seeing the concept of, okay, these are practitioner strategies. These strategies work. Awesome. Melanie, it's so good to see you here. So happy. Um, so happy to see everyone here. So let's jump right into the workbook. We have a ton of content to work through today. Today's going to be super content heavy. Um, so let's buckle up and let's jump in. So in your workbook, let's jump straight to page, uh, give me a second here, page nine. So uh, page nine in the workbook, or it's page 10. Some, some workbooks are paged a little differently, but it says day two, theme days, and time blocking. So just give me a big thumbs up in the comments just so I can see where everyone's holding um, if you are on that page and if you're ready to roll for today's training. So give me a thumbs up. Got it. Kaylee, Connie, Natasha, Dawn, everyone's ready to roll. Yes, 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 yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let me see you guys. Okay. Okay. Hi, Erin. Good to see you. Okay. So deep breath in because we're about to bust some myths here. So the first thing I want to start with when it comes to time is the three myths of the school leader's time. These are myths. They are not true. Myth number one, I must always be available for my teachers. Myth number two, I'm the only person that can do this job well. And myth number three, I use my time well, there just isn't enough time in the day. 
before the pandemic, before the world com turned completely upside down, everything that I would teach on all day was about calendars, time blocking, strategies, busting these myths, talking about the myth of the open door policy, helping leaders eliminate distractions, eliminate interruptions, focus on activity that grew their school. We're almost 18 months in, and guess what I'm still teaching about? Theme days, time blocking, all of these things. And here's why. Because understanding where your time goes is a part of leadership drills. It is something you are always working on at every single stage. And in order to crawl out of the stage that you're in, you need to bust these myths. So right now, take a deep breath and let me know in the comments, which one of these do you believe to be true at this current state? In the current state of mind that you're in right now, and you'll be in a different current state in 45 minutes from now, <coughs> Which one of these do you believe? Do you believe number one, I must always be available for my teachers? Do you believe number two, I'm the only person that can do this job well? Or do you believe number three, I use my time well, there just isn't enough time in the day? Let me know in the comments. A lot of ones, a lot of threes, ones and twos. Coming in, they're coming in. ones okay <clears throat> so let's go through each of these myths now and why they're a myth right and why we have to dispel this myth i must always be available for my teachers when we believe that we must always be available what happens is we underperform we over index we get overwhelmed, we feel stressed out, and then we believe, I use my time well, there just isn't enough time in the day, right? When we believe number one, we usually believe number three. So I must always be available also means no one can do the job as good as I do it. I have to be the one that's available. There's no one else that should be available. There's no other resource out there. I'm the only golden resource. And so here's one of the best ways to bust this myth. And this is what helps a lot of leaders. When you believe number one, you're also being arrogant. And this is what immediately gets people to stop because they're like, oh, I'm not arrogant. I know you're not. That's why I don't believe number one. When you believe number one, I must always be available. What you believe is there's no other resource that could possibly help your teachers but you. You're the only person. And you always have to be available, which basically means there's no other resource or person that can help your people. Resources are not just humans. Time is a resource. Money is a resource. Skill is a resource. Other people of humanity is a resource. You are not the only resource that can help your teachers. And believing that is arrogant. Because you believe that you're the only person that can help them when you're not. And so one of the fastest ways to dispel the myth is to say, one second, when I believe this, it means I'm arrogant. I don't want to be arrogant. I want to lead with humility. Great. I don't believe that anymore. So I want you to sit with that for a minute because it's heavy. Today, day two is heavy stuff. There's deep content here. Give me a thumbs up in the comments if you want to stop believing, number one. If you want to lead with humility. If you want to lead with empathy and accountability. If you want to lead from a place of, yes, I have answers. And part of the answers are, go look up that podcast. Go read that book. Go check out that thing. Go speak to Miss Annie. She's been a veteran teacher for 20 years. Go talk to Miss Katie. She can actually help you. I actually think you should Google that. Yeah, Rebecca says I need to stop believing that in my family role. Shocking. Daddy can also take care of that. Or the cleaning lady, or the nanny, or the older brother, or grandpa, or any other human in the house, or a book, or the neighbor. Okay, so that's number one. Breathe it in. 
Again, there's a lot of disruption of thinking here, but you signed up for this workshop not to hear what you already know. You signed up for this workshop because you want to learn new things. Boom, here's the new thing. Let's go to number two. I'm the only person that could do this job well. Again, lead with humility. I know a lot about this role and I don't know everything. So who can I turn to? Who has a resource? Who can help me? We are not supposed to do life alone. We are not supposed to lead schools of excellence alone. We are supposed to do it linking arms and connecting with other people. And when you believe the myth of I'm the only person that can do this job well, you will be very sad and lonely. You will feel disappointed, used, abused, rejected, frustrated, waiting for the next shoe to drop because you feel that everyone's against you because you're the only one that can do it well. I want you to put hashtag I'm not alone in the comments. If you have felt over the last 30 days, frustrated, abused, used, alone, um, resented, betrayal, um, frustrated, like all of those emotions, all of us have, I felt that. And when, do you know when I feel that? When I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling abused or used or whatever it is, I right away go to, okay, I'm believing that I'm the only person that can do this. I'm believing something that isn't true. And so I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling like I can't carry this. Look how many people wrote, I'm not alone. The power of community is knowing that you're not the only person that can do the job well. There's other people. And here's what's scary. We got to be vulnerable. We have to be the person that says, I need help. Not so simple. Hashtag just ask. Because when you ask, you're giving the other person permission to tell you no. And that is effing scary. I'm looking right into your eyes, right into the person who needs to hear this. Asking someone for help is also inviting permission to be rejected. And we are terrified of rejection. So we don't ask. But without asking, we don't get help. When you you can't mutually um, decide what you're going to say yes to, right? When you decide that you're saying no to rejection, you're also saying no to help. If you decide I'm just never going to ask because then I'll never be rejected, you'll also never feel the joy of someone helping you, of someone saying, Kaylee, I got your back. Let me hold this for you. You don't have to do this alone, right? Brene Brown always talks about it. You can't selectively mute feelings. When you mute pain, you mute joy. When you mute rejection, you mute helping hands. Put that in the comments. When you mute rejection, you mute the helping hands. When you don't ask and you don't bring it in, you don't get the helping hands either. You don't, you don't get to choose that. We have to put ourselves forward. It's a huge part of what we teach in our membership all the time. The ability to be vulnerable, not vomit, hear everything I'm struggling with. No, 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 no. That's very, very different. Okay. I use my time well. There just isn't enough time in the day. When we believe that, the challenge is, is that you're taking on too much. You have not organized your priorities well. Put in the comments, hashtag priorities, if you need help with this. Hashtag priorities. <clears throat> if you believe you use your time well, there just isn't enough time in the day, you're struggling with priority management. You are struggling with choosing what project and what priority needs to take your time and attention. You are struggling with choosing what priority and project actually moves your school forward. Because guess what? When everything's a priority, nothing is. Tina, there you go. When you mute rejection, you mute helping hands. When you mute rejection, you mute helping hands. Hashtag priorities. I love it. I love it. Love seeing all you guys over here. It's amazing. Okay, so let's do a stop and reframe. My time is priceless and I am in control of who and what gets my time. 
My time is priceless. I am in charge of who gets it. When you are the school leader, your time is the most valuable in the company. This isn't derogatory that the teacher's time isn't as valuable as yours. This is reality. You are the leader. Your decisions, your mindset impacts the entire culture of the organization and the entire trajectory of the company. Your time, where you put your time impacts everything. And now let me tell you a little secret. Where you put your time is also what you have time to think about. That takes time. When you take time to think about how worried you are, how stressed you are, how pissed off you are, how this you are, that is time. That is time that you are using on toxic energy as opposed to using that time for something else. So understanding that you as the school leader are the most valuable asset to the company will shift and flip on its head how you will use your time. You are the most valuable asset in the company. I say this all day. You cannot consistently invest in your staff and see a ripple effect. You have to invest in you. This hour is you investing in you. This hour is going to have a ripple effect on the company that you cannot even imagine. When the leader gets better, she raises the tide with her. When you become better at your time management, so does your staff. When you respect and value your time better, so does your team will respect you. If you're struggling with interruptions, with constant barraging of people knocking on your door and driving you bananas, it's because you don't respect your time yet, right? It's a process. It's a process. This isn't a one and done. This is a massive skill that you need to learn. That's why I take a whole day focused on that because we need to learn this. We need to learn this. It's a process. Hi, Lolita. Good to see you here. Okay, so let's dive into the first exercise of today. First exercise, page nine, list out the responsibilities and tasks that you do every week or every day at your school. This is going to be a giant brain dump. I'm going to give you guys 60 seconds on the clock. I want you to brain dump every single thing that you do down to plunging toilets. Everything. Everything that you do in a day or in a week, go. 60 seconds on the clock. I want to see them coming in, see it coming in. So did my 11-year-old. My 11-year-old also plunged the toilet yesterday. It's part of our elevation of children in our family. When you reach a certain age, you learn how to plunge a toilet. Just like when you reach a certain age, we give you the driver's keys so you can drive the car. In our family, you have to learn how to plunge a toilet before you drive a car. All right, let's brain dump it onto your workbook or into the comments. I want to see some into the comments also so I can see what you guys are saying. Natasha, check in with teachers daily to see how they're doing. What else? All the stuff. Can we talk about all the Zoom meetings? Yes, you do Zoom meetings, lesson planning, home activities, daily providing to families, staff schedules, calls, talking to parents, cleaning, meetings, respond to about 100 emails or text messages a day. Keep going. Keep going. Hiring and training staff, children in the office, class tours, invoicing parents. Love it. Okay. You guys do a lot, right? We do a lot. Let it keep on coming in.
Timesheet corrections, yes. So for those of you that are a school leader, okay, director, owner, assistant director, lead, there's something called the primary role of the school leader. It's a podcast episode that we did. You could check it out on the Schools of Excellence podcast. Um, if you're not subscribed yet to our podcast, definitely go check that out. And then after you do, please leave us a review. Uh, we'd very much appreciate that. So there's an episode uh, called The Primary Role of the School Leader, which um, determines what is the primary role, right? So every single person has a primary role. As a parent, you have a primary role, and then you have a bunch of secondary roles, right? The primary role of a mom is not to do the laundry. She has a different primary role, right? Primary role of the dad is not to shuffle kids back and forth being a taxi service. Very different primary role, right? Dad does a lot of things. Shuffling kids, not the primary role. Still does it, right? Plunging toilets, something that you do, not your primary role. So primary role for school leaders are teacher relationships. So anything that is connected with relationships, relationships, is your primary role. And if you want more information on that, definitely go check that out on the podcast because that's going to help you understand how are you using your time, okay? How are you using your time? So now that you've listed out all your responsibilities, and now some of you are wondering, well, why am I so overwhelmed? Well, maybe because you're wiping toilets and changing diapers and cleaning this and sending out billing invoices and doing tours and taking kids to the potty and you're running all over the place like a scatterbrain. It's kind of exhausting. And so this is why we do something called theme days. And so on page 10, you're going to group the tasks and activities that you just wrote into categories. Let me explain to you why we do categories. When you go shopping, when you go into a grocery store, okay, you don't have cereal in aisle one, two, five, and seven. You have cereal in one aisle. All of the cereals are in one aisle. When you go to get milk, you don't have cow's milk in aisle two, almond milk in aisle nine, and goat's milk in aisle 11. That's insanity. All the types of milk are in one aisle. It's in one place. Could you imagine if you went shopping in a store that had milk in seven different aisles, cereal in seven different aisles, and then the toothbrushes were also in four different aisles? What would you feel like, choose one word, if you would walk into a store and you needed to get toddler underwear, but it wasn't in the toddler section, it was in the adult male section? Overwhelmed, chaos, chaos, overwhelmed, annoyed, pissed off, irritated, anxiety, uncertainty. What else? I'd be yelling at the manager, what the F? confused, worried, anxiety. Do any of these emotions sound like what you're experiencing throughout the day? Give me a yes in the comments if you're experiencing these emotions. Stress, frustration, panic, right? And we're experiencing all these emotions. And here's a secret. Your staff are also. Because when you're feeling this, you can say from today till tomorrow, oh, but I show the staff my happy face. Uh, no, um, you can't fake it. When you're frustrated and anxious and worried and pissed off, you, you people feel it. Just like the famous quote, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Mama can paste the smile all she wants. The kids see right through her. You can paste the smile all day long. Your staff see right through you. Don't try to bullshit your staff. Don't do it. Learn the skills to stop being overwhelmed all day, to stop being frustrated, anxious, anxiety, all these emotions. Yes, exactly like Sharon, exactly, like exactly like what we spoke about yesterday. Boom, right? The staff feel it. And that's why today is all about learning these skills because tomorrow is all about culture. So I want you guys to take a minute now, two minutes, and I want you to fill out 
grouping the tasks and activities you do into categories. So if you have emails, texts, phone calls, that's a category. It's responding to people. If you have classroom observations, one-on-one -on -one meetings, it's a category, right? Parents, category, tours, enrollment, marketing, create some sort of rhyme and reason. Now, here's what I want to tell you. You're going to look at the paper and you're not going to want to write anything because you want it to be perfect and you don't want to make any mistakes and you want to be a good student and you want to get it right and you don't want to fail this class, whatever that means. Here's what I want to tell you. I see you. I know you're laughing out loud right now. It's okay. It's supposed to be messy. I'm you in my head right now. Yes, I am, Kaylee. I see ya. Even from my closet right here in Florida, I see you. Make it messy. From the messiness comes the joy, right? The messiness creates the joy and the true execution strategy. Make it messy. Just start the process. Write it down. Start creating categories. Do something. Tuesday, child files kangaroo time. Beautiful. It doesn't matter if next week you might not do it that way. Guess what? You're not going to because you're going to figure out that that actually doesn't make sense once you start actually doing the work. That's why you need to work with practitioners. When I hear these amazing people talk about certain leadership ideas, I'm like, that's really great in theory. Here's how it actually works in the school. Okay? So let me see you guys. Director check-ins. I love this. I love this. This is great. Keep on coming. Finances, payroll, amazing. These are amazing themes. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Great. So now that you've got your feet a little wet, let's go to the next page in the workbook. Themes. Okay, that's what you just started doing now. A theme, a theme day is an organizing principle for what happens in that day. So just like in the grocery store, every aisle has a theme, right? Cereal, milk, grocery, um, um, you know, dry products, drinks. Your calendar needs an organizing principle for what happens that day. And now for the golden, there's only five days in a week. So you can only have five themes, maybe six if you double up, right? So you can't do a thousand things. And that's why you have to choose what your priorities are, right? This is how we create efficiency, right? This is condensing things down. This is the power of constraint, right? Think about some of the most famous inventions. The iPhone's got one little button there, right? Google's got one line, right? It's one thing. It's efficiency. It's not having a million places to go to. So the theme day creates an organizing principle. So if Friday is about finances, then when the tax accountant emails on Tuesday and says, hey, Aaron, I'd love to have a meeting with you. You don't say, oh, sure, I'm available right now. No, you're not available right now. I don't care if you're not doing anything right now. That's called not available. You need to do nothing right now. You need to invite calm into your life on Tuesday. The day you meet with the tax accountant is on Friday. Sure, Mr. Tax Accountant, I'm available on Friday between 10 and 12. What time would you like? Instead of playing ping pong with, uh, sure, tell me what times work for you. And then he sends you five times. None of those times work for you. Now you email him back. Here's the times that works for me. Then he emails you back and you play ping pong with the tax accountant. Do you know how much time you spend on that? We have our people track it. About 60 minutes. How much are you paid an hour? Congratulations, you just threw an hour's worth of work down the toilet. Are you vomiting yet? Are you nauseous yet about how much time you're wasting? It's terrifying, but it's also rewarding because you're here to stop the nonsense. When someone asks you for a time, you're in charge. Yes, Mr. Accountant, here's when I'm available. These are my time blocks, right? This is what works. What if there are certain things you have to do each day? Of course, that's part of your morning routine, 
right? So those are the things that you do every morning. So let's say it's nine to 9.30, my morning routine time, right? I have things that I do every single day, right? It's my morning routine time block. But guess what I don't do? Check emails 40 times a day. I check email three times a day, not 40. Guess how often I respond to text messages or phone calls? It's not all freaking day. How am I supposed to get any work done, right? So here's what most of you do. You get your work done after everybody leaves. So now you're working a double shift. You don't get paid after everybody leaves. You don't get paid to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Give me a hell yes in the comments if you're like, no, thank you. No, thank you for working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Remember yesterday's mantra. You are not a machine. You are human. Humans cannot work like that. It is not sustainable. I don't care if you're doing it right now. It is not sustainable. It is not sustainable. You're alive just to work and pay the bills. That's not life. That's not living. Yes, we have a lot of sample schedules in the workbook. So definitely check those out. Joe is going to be joining us in a couple minutes and she's going to be sharing her schedule as well. Okay. So that's the theme day. So what I want you to do right now on your workbook here is I wrote a couple of theme days, finances, marketing, tours. I want you to write yours down. Okay. I want you to write yours down. And yes, we have a sample block schedule on page 13. We have a sample theme day and schedule from a director that you could check it out. The workbook is in your email or ask your advisor for it. All year. There we go. Love it. Theme days work. Yes, they do, Susan. Yes, they do. Okay. So. I see a lot of people are asking about block schedule. So I'm going to go into the next thing, which is about time blocking. Okay. But give me, um, give me, I'm doing, I'm going strong in the comments. If you're following along, if you're processing what I'm saying, if you're getting the data, if you're good. So say I'm going strong. I got this going strong, going strong. Let me see. Let me want to see from all you guys. I want to see dozens and dozens of comments coming in here. Going strong. I got this. I got this leading with strength. We got this mindset. Let's do this. I love it. I love it. All good. Annette, Karen, Donna. There we go. Teresa, Jamie, Lolita, Amanda, Michelle getting stronger. Yes. Beautiful. Great little check in here. Okay. Beautiful. So now that we have our theme days, Right. We're starting to create this category around like, OK, I can't do everything every single time of the day. I have to create some themes and some consistency. I need to create some organization so I shouldn't be like the person who goes into the grocery store and is overwhelmed, frustrated, pissed off and telling the manager what the F. Right. We want to be able to create efficiency, methodical enjoyment, pleasure, joy. That doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean that you're never going to have chaos or uncertainty. <clears throat> I redo my schedule every 90 days. Every 90 days, I break down my calendar and I rebuild it again. Because here's why. My business grew in the, next, in the last 90 days. So now I have different priorities. Just like when you were 18, you had different priorities than you do when you are now. Just like when you're a newlywed, you have different priorities than when you have a family of four kids. I hope your priorities change from when you were single. So when you have four kids, your priorities change in your school. When you're at full enrollment, your priority is no longer enrollment and marketing. Okay. Your priorities shift as your school grows and elevates. That's why this is always a work in progress. We have people that are on here that have been in our membership for four years that are still working on this, not because they're stupid and they didn't get it the first time, but because every single 90 days you need to redo it, right? I had someone ask me one time she about the membership. She was like, well, am I smart enough to do this on my own? I'm like, do you think we have like really stupid people in our membership? Like they don't know how to do anything. We actually have whip smart people. Smart people invest in themselves like you guys. You're here. You're investing in yourself. You're telling yourself, I am going to invest time to learn how to do this. 
Okay? Smarty pants, you're wise. Wise people come and learn. Okay, so what is block and tackle? Block and tackle is blocking off a portion of your day to focus on something important for the growth of your school. Let's repeat that. Everybody say together with me and put this in the comments. You ready? Mantra. Block and tackle is blocking off a portion of your day to focus on something important for the growth of your school. Now, here's what you need to write in the comments. Hashtag no interruptions. Interruptions and other people's emergencies are not important for the growth of the school. I will say that again. Interruptions and other people's emergencies are not important for the growth of the school. Hashtag no interruptions. Don't say, oh, I blocked off a portion of my day, but then I got interrupted. That's not called blocking off a portion of your day. Other people's emergencies are not your responsibility. It is none of your business. Of course you get behind because you're busy playing mother duck and saving people all day long instead of letting people learn from their own learning cycles. Erin's got her door sign. For those of you that want, we have an incredible free resource. It's called the Schools of Excellence door sign. Excuse me. We actually have a link for that in our podcast episode. It's episode four. It's called the myth of the open door policy. Um, at my team of advisors or Kedri um, and Robin, who's on Zoom, can you put a link, please, to the myth of the open door policy in the comments and in Zoom here? Um, because in the show notes on that podcast episode, uh, hey, Joe, um, in the show notes on that podcast episode, we have a link to our Schools of Excellence door sign. You could click and download it and put it on your door. And here's what the Schools of Excellence door sign is. You put it up for when you're doing block and tackle time. It says, I am building a school of excellence. And then it says, please knock or enter only if there's an emergency, which is, means you called 911 or there's a fire. Other than that, nothing's an emergency. You needing glue sticks is not an emergency. You running out of toilet paper, not an emergency. You needing paper towel, not an emergency. You needing to go pee, guess what? My three-year-old held it in for an hour and a half on the plane because he was terrified to use the plane bathroom. My three-year-old knows how to hold it in. You can hold it in for 15 minutes. Relax, right? Sometimes we jump to go give pee breaks as if it's like, oh my God, they're going to have an accident. They're going to spill all over the floor. They're grownups. Your door sign is on. They can wait 10 minutes. Relax. Treat your people like grownups, not like babies. My three-year-old is not even a baby, right? He's like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, hey, I take you there. The plane started shaking with turbulence. He's like, no, mommy, I actually don't need the bathroom. Okay. I knew he needed it, but he waited until we landed. The moment we got off the plane, he went to the bathroom and guess what? He's alive and well. In school today, having a blast. Just got pictures on the Brightwell app. And he's three. He's three. Your 23-year-old teacher can wait to pee. But what we do is we create this culture of, I need to be available. I need to be available. Oh, my gosh, I need to be available. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You are allowed to eat your lunch. It is not selfish to eat your lunch. It is not selfish to finish the email in peace. Wait to pee. Hashtag hold it. Yes. Yes. We talk about peeing a lot here. I love it. I'm building a school of excellence. Yes. If you want the actual door sign, we created this. This is something I created about five years ago and we've updated and updated it since. Um, and you can download that in the link um, to the podcast. Uh, let me see if we have the podcast link up here yet. We'll get it up here soon enough. Uh, the link to the podcast, episode four on the Schools of Excellence podcast. Okay, so here's what we're going to do now. Instead of me going in and teaching you guys a little bit more about time blocking, I'm actually going to bring up Joe David, um, who's a director who's been in our inner circle for almost about six months now, but she will walk you guys through a little bit more about time blocking and theme days and her experience. And let me find her so I can bring her on. Here we go.
Hello, Joe. Hi. Hi. Here you are. Oh, I saw you a second ago. There you are. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so much for joining. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's so happy to be here. So would love if you can tell us just a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in our directors inner circle, and what were some of your biggest struggles when it came to time before joining? And then would love for you to share and give our directors some real practical strategies of how to work their calendars. Of course, of course. Okay, so I'm still very new to it. Um, but I joined the directors inner circle in um, December, I believe. And it has been life changing. Um, it's been amazing. It's, it's like the support you need because you're not, you're at the top and there's really not anybody to, to lean on or go to for guidance. So it's, it's a really fantastic um, group to be a part of. And I, I'm thankful for that every day. Um, okay, so time blocking. Time blocking was really hard um, for me because, and I'm sure a lot of other directors can relate, but you do feel like you're being pulled in, in many different directions um, all of the time, and your to-do list is forever long. It's, it's always a busy time, like you say, honey, and, um, you know, you, you really have to be mindful, and and I did the um, two-week where you write everything down that you do, um, so let's pause with that it. for one second. Let's, yeah, let's okay. pause with that. Yeah. Cause there's so much gold here and I want to make sure that we give people strategies along the way. So one of the first things that we, that Joe did, um, with her time is you guys over here did an exercise where you brain dumped everything that you did, right? So a bunch of you wrote all these different things that you do. Here's where you get even better data is you actually document for two full weeks. What Joe did, everything that she did every single day for two weeks. So Joe, can you give us a little insight into that exercise and what that data told you? <laughs> yeah, so you have to write everything down, who comes to you, who interrupts, what the interruption is, you know, um, all of the things that you're doing, and then you have to mark down how long it takes, right? Um, so I did all of, that, all of that, and then I spent an entire day trying to block out like the themes, what is important, what goes where, um, I did that. I put everything into the calendar. Um, and then I was listening to, I think it was a podcast that you were doing, or maybe it was like a walk and talk, but it, you know, you said your calendar changes. So your theme days might have to change. Or what is even better is things that are not moving your school forward. You delegate those out. So I hired a new office assistant. Wait, wait, wait. Let's repeat that. Let's go slow with that for a second. Go <laughs> rewind. Mm, say that one more time. Okay. Things that are not moving your school forward, you delegate out. Put that in the comments, everyone. Right now, put that in the comments from your to-do list. Things that are not moving your school forward, you delegate out. Let yeah, me see payroll. that here in the comments. Delegate it out. Delegate payroll. Delegate putting in receipts to QuickBooks. Delegate um, ordering snacks. Delegate all of the things that are not helping your center, your teachers, your classrooms, your children, everything you can delegate it out. And you have to be willing to let go of that control. People can do it just as good, if not better, than you can. And I have found that the team that I just hired and have been working with and training are doing things much better than I ever did it and in different ways. And I'm like, this is great. Now I get to do other things. So I highly recommend letting go of that control. And Connie, you told me to like, Time block off time to, to train your staff. That was gold. Like you need to put that in your calendar um, to train the right the right way so that you can delegate it and let it go because it, it will get done. I promise. So let's yes, pause over here because there's so much there's so much that Joe is sharing um, here. So much gold, and I want you guys to look at what makes sense for you in this particular season. So the first thing she did is she actually got real data on where her time was going. What was she actually doing, right? So many times we think we're not doing a lot and we're like, oh, I should have. But then we're like, whoa, I'm actually spending a lot of time doing X, Y, and Z. Just to let you know as well, my team and myself, I teach this and I still time track every 90 days. Every 90 days, my team and I track every single minute of where I spend my time, because guess what? There's still things that creep back up onto my plate. And I'm like, whoa, one second, I, I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore. How did this get back on my plate? So big takeaway, number one. Second thing that uh, Joe shared here is she delegated, right? Delegated whatever wasn't moving her school forward. 
The third thing, which is a time block that some of you might not remember to put on, is training your staff, right? So, so many times, why don't we delegate? Because the person doesn't know how to do it. Well, what you need to do is you need a time block to train the person how to do the payroll, to train the person how to do the snacks. So tell us a little bit about that. How did you actually put that into your calendar? So if I, so we do our daily huddle, which I put into every day at 9.15, I meet with my new staff coordinator and my new office assistant. We go over, you know, three things. What are you working on? What did you finish yesterday? What are you working on today? And do you need anything from me? Can I interrupt you one more time? I'm sorry. You're yeah. saying so much gold. There is a podcast episode called The Daily Huddle. So we already shared the podcast episode, episode number four, um, called The Myth of the Open Door Policy. And let's make sure we could get that in the comments, please. And then also, I don't know which episode it is. I'm sorry. But there is an episode called The Daily Huddle. Let's get that inside here as well, because jo what Joe is sharing is in our podcast episode. Okay. So we do The Daily Huddle. Um, and then it gets brought up. What do you need help from me? Okay. They have their list. We go, we do it. And I'm like, okay, well, the next half an hour, I'm going to, I'm going to work with you on this, this, and that, or I'm going to show you how to do the support, run this, run that. And I think you have to be kind to yourself. If it's more than a half an hour. Okay. That's okay. Mm. You know, otherwise you're going to be in survival mode all of the time. Wow. The goal is to stay out of survival mode. So if you don't invest the time in training people, then you're always going to be in survival mode. You're yeah. never going to get ahead. Gosh, I love this so much. So let's go to what your theme days are right now, right? What are they okay. currently, right? Because they change, but tell me what they currently are and why. Yeah. Okay. So they change. Do you want me to share my screen? Yes, please. Okay. Let's Look how see. fancy tech Joe is. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So our school is the Clinton Early Learning Center. So our colors are green and, and brown. So I just kind of made it fun because I'm a little crazy like that. So Mondays is marketing and enrollment. Okay, so I'll click on Monday and you can see it's kind of time blocked here. So I currently do the drop-off um, health screening. So that's for 745 to 9.15. And I will be training my office assistant on that when she comes on board full time. Um, so now she's I buying two hours of her day back, almost. That's a long time. And I'm a morning person, so to lose this time is invaluable. Um, okay, then we do our daily huddle. Then I work on our website. And then there's a strategic advisory call at 1030. Um, then we review enrollment and the wait list. And that's for my director's report when I go over um, for my board meetings. Um, and then I do a housekeeping memo to my team. I work on that and I work on the newsletter. And then this is important also. It's really crucial. Like if you want to leave by 3 30 or 4 o'clock, you give yourself a half an hour to prep for the next day. Okay. And so let me let me pause for a second here while you go to the next thing. So a couple of things here. These are all tools and strategies that we teach in, in the membership, the end of the day review, oh, yeah. all of these things. We do have some podcast episodes on this, so make sure to check that out as well. We have some of those free resources. What I want you to see is really just a glimpse into a real director. This, Joe is a real person and how she's really designed her calendar to serve the goals of the school in this current season. Okay. Um, then on Tuesday, it's all about relationships. Mm -hmm. So I do some gratitude cards um, from eight to nine on Tuesdays, or I'll do some voice memos on my way to work because I have a long commute. Um, and then I try to do some classroom observations. Um, that 10 to 1130 is multiple classrooms. And I also give myself enough time to take notes. Um, I just introduced the Parent Partnership Blueprint on Friday at our professional development. So that's when I'm going to take some time to squeeze that in, like one or two emails to parents, because I've just done my French observation. So it's fresh in my head who mm -hmm. I can share well with. Um, and then we do our one-on-one -on -one teacher meetings, um, 1 to one thirty. Then I give myself a little bit of a break to um, regroup. That's really important. Do not do back-to-back. -back. You need your brain to relax a little bit. And then 2 to 2.30 is another one. And then prep for the end of the day. So let's pause here for a second. Again, I want to show you guys the mindset behind the creation of this calendar because this is such a work in progress. Notice that there's white space, right? And what Joe just said, don't book things back to back, right? Remember, you're a human, not a machine. 
which Correct. means after you have a meeting, you need to let your mind decompress. You need to relax for a few minutes before you go into the next thing. So let me know in the comments, please. First of all, is this helpful so far what Joe is showing you? Should we take a couple more minutes here to kind of work through the calendar? Give me a yes in the comments. And also let us know uh, questions that you have on this because some of it we might be able to answer now and some of it we'll answer afterwards. I'll do a separate live stream and answer your questions on this. Um, afterwards but put your questions inside of her that you have for joe or whatever it is so we can really help you guys this is like a co-working here a little different from how we did it last time um very helpful super so tell us why you have a theme day called school systems joe okay so when you delegate all things to the gap of your school forward you can work on creating systems for your school um so things like writing out standards so that you can hold teachers accountable Things like um, onboarding and the onboarding packet and the 30, 60, 90 days, focusing on your mission, vision, and values, focusing on things that you'll never get to focus on because you feel like you're always putting out fires. You put it in your calendar, it will get done. And then um, I, I think school systems, because um, honey, you do a lot of good things with school systems and we have our Wednesday calls, so I just figured it would be the perfect day for that. Yep. Perfect. This is amazing. So I want to pause for a second. I want you guys to just process again what Joe said and go back and re-listen to this after as well. What Joe is just saying around school systems is, you know, now she has time to write out the standards, the school mission, the vision, the values, all the things that I know so many of you guys want to do, but there isn't time for because you're busy, you know, chasing your tail and opening the door for interruptions and all of those things. But this isn't something that happened overnight, right? This is the mindset, the skill, the muscle memory to build this in to who you are now, Joe, right? Now you're a person that has a calendar, that has a schedule, you know? And I love this new identity. Um, <laughs> yes. So tell us a little bit about curriculum and professional development. Why is okay. that a theme day? So curriculum and professional development. So we are a Reggio-inspired school, um, and we use creative curriculum. And so for this day, um, I work on, we, we are closed one day a month for professional development. So we do a lot of like training. Um, we just did the culture scoreboard. So we'll be working on um, putting that up. And, and part of the curriculum is like transitions and behavior management and all of those things. So it's white here um, because I, I'm not sure. I do have to work on the culture scoreboard for that. Um, but also like helping my staff. So after the one-on-ones, if they say I'm struggling with something, then I know I'm going to do the professional development day on something that they are struggling with or that they need help with or, or things like that. Notice the intentionality in the way that Joe has designed her calendar, right? This isn't a calendar that's just like, okay, whenever needs me, whoever needs me, my door's open, you know, come it in. It never works. You will not get a thing done. That's Why? Thing. Tell us, tell it, bust because that miss for us again. Everybody has a problem. And I, got, I jumped on like two weeks before and I heard say, I had a teacher come to me yesterday. It was a whole roll. You just had to look. <laughs> Or I had a teacher that came to me about a personal problem. I'm like, I, don't, I can't, I can't do this right now. We have the employee assistance program for that. I am not a therapist, but it's okay. But I can lead you to where you need to be, right? I love that. Um, or like bathroom breaks, or whatever. Like, I, yeah. you guys have walkie talkies. You can figure it out. We yeah. are overstaffed just for that reason. Yeah. And, and again, like you're treating them like grownups, you're showing right. them you can solve your problems. Right. And one of the things like so many questions are coming in or we're going to answer those questions either now or later. What I want you to remember is come from the mindset of I'm going to make this work as opposed to asking the questions. Does this work? If I have this, does this work? If my teachers wear purple shirts, does this work? If I have part-time staff? Yes, it works, it works for every single type of it school. Works. You need to make variations of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's important too is um, I was out uh, on the doctor's appointment last week and I had three teachers call out and I almost canceled my doctor's appointment and didn't come to work. I did a daily huddle through our group text thread and I had um, 15 staff and I gave them the run rundown of what the day was going to look like and how everybody could do this and how, you know, use your handheld walkie talkies, like lean on each other. You guys got this. The day went amazing. The school did not burn down. 
Nobody got hurt, and I get the day off. Could so it, great. Guys, can we just have the congratulations emojis in the comments? Congratulate Joe and then congratulate your future self. Right now, yeah. I want everyone to congratulate their future selves because this will be you. Three teachers called out and Joe didn't cancel her day. She showed her team, trained them. Here's what you can do. So I want you each to congratulate yourselves. This is going to be you. This is going to be you. And I was in a really low place, honey, when I called you in, in December. <laughs> I remember that. I remember our conversation so clearly. And this is why it's so beautiful to see this new identity. Like, this is the new you. There's no going back. Like, There's you're no only going, going forward It's only going to go forward. And I have to say, this takes a lot of time. I don't want anyone to get um, defeated when you're, like, faced with the, oh, my gosh, what are my theme days going to be? Don't worry about that. Yes. You'll figure it out. You'll mm -hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just be kind, be kind to yourself. And if you notice in my, my daily schedule at the very top, I meditate every day. I highly recommend that. Highly, highly recommend self-care. That's what we spoke about yesterday, inviting the comments. So here it's time blocked. It's a non-negotiable meditation every, every single day. It's amazing. So let's just wrap up here with finances and board work. Why is that a fun day? Oh, fine. You got to pay the bills. Gotta make sure <laughs> everything's going on, right? Um, I am letting, I, I will be training my office assistant to input the expenses into QuickBooks. Um, and so I'm just going to be in charge of the reconciliation and running the financial reports and speaking to the board um, and my treasurer. So, um, oh, so that's really important for me to have a handle on where we are financially, you know, what, what money can we spend, um, where bank accounts, like all of those things. And then the board work is important too. Like what did the board want me to work on at our last board meeting? Right. So they want to give our teachers uh, a bigger increase. So I need to work on that on Friday. Right. I could say, Oh my gosh, I gotta do what I gotta do. But if I time block out an hour and a half, I know it'll get done in an hour and a half. And that's important right? to find yourself. Because you think you can do all of these things, you really can't because you really understand how much time you actually have to take to do things. And when you see it on the calendar, you're like, oh, I'm going to run out of time today. I can't fit that in. That's key. Then you don't feel like you're chasing, 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 chasing. And your to-do list, I think you just said this too, honey. Your to-do list is, is don't have one of those. Put it in your calendar and time block it. Otherwise, it'll just hang out there forever. Um, and it won't get done or those things that I have found, like the onboarding handbook that I'm working on right now, that's not urgent right now. It's going to be urgent in a week. If I don't get it done, it's going to be a big problem. I'm not going to be able to onboard this teacher. And if she doesn't get the right onboarding, she's going to quit. Put it on the calendar. Joe, this is this is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your screen here. Again, this is um, super helpful and just again so so much value here in the comments. So before I give the challenge to everyone else here, um, I would love if you can share the mindset that the leader should approach the challenge. So if I can ask you just to stop share here for a second. Oh yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. So the challenge that we're going to be giving our leaders uh, for today, today's daily, daily challenge, is to map out their first draft of theme days and sample time blocks. So what is the mindset that the leader should go into this challenge with based on everything that you shared with us? Um, okay, so take your time with it. Be kind to yourself. Think about all of the things that you do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, and then plot them all out. Right, write everything down that you do, and then put them under categories. So I've I've befriended several directors, um, and Alice and shared her calendar with me. Mind blowing! It was amazing. You know, so it's really um, oh my life just went I'm not moving. It's really uh, take your time with it, make it yours, and make it what works for your sector. You will have different responsibilities than what I have. I have different responsibilities than what Allison has or L'Oreal. We all have different responsibilities um, and different roles in our centers. So just make sure that you are doing things that work for you. And then look at a few things. Like if you want to fit in, if you join the program, if you want to fit in like writing standards, if you want to fit in onboarding, if you want to fit in these important things, the culture's core board, then you have to like 
figure out what you're going to delegate because there's no way you can do it all. There's just no way. I love it. I love it so much. Joe, thank you so much for your time, for your inspiration, and for showing people there's hope and what's possible. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much of for course. joining us. Of course. Thank you, Joe. Bye. Bye. So ladies, we are at the top of ladies and gentlemen, we are here at the top of the hour. And so today's challenge as we wrap up today is mapping out your first draft of theme days and time blocks. It's on page 14 in the workbook. And there's going to be a thread inside of the Facebook group. When you fill this out, take a screenshot with your phone and upload that image into the Facebook group on that challenge thread. And I am going to give feedback to you guys on your theme days. So if you want my personal feedback or your advisor's feedback on your theme days and time blocks, today's your chance, right? Usually this is reserved for our members when we give them feedback on their stuff. Today you get the chance to do that. So put it into the comments, show me your screenshot so we can give you guys feedback. Thank you so much for joining me here live today for day two of theme days, time blocking and calendar creation. Tomorrow we are here, same time, same place, 1.30 Eastern, tomorrow is culture. So if you've been part of this experience where we talked about mindset, leadership, drills, time, tomorrow is culture. We're bringing everything together. The third pillar for sustainable growth. Thank you so much for joining me. Please give me a yes in the comments if you're gonna join us yesterday, uh, yesterday, if you're gonna join us tomorrow. Thank you again and wishing you all an amazing day. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.